and welcome to episode 30 of the LUFC Fan Zone podcast. I'm Sam Isles. And I'm Jack Ellis. In each episode, we'll be talking to an ex-Leeds United player or manager about their time at the club. Last episode was the second section of our anniversary episode with former Leeds United manager Howard Wilkinson. And in last week's episode, we spoke with Howard about winning the Division 1 title in 1992, which was not only the last time Leeds won the top division in the final year before the formation of the Premier League, but it remains the most recent time an England manager has won the top division of English football, which is quite remarkable given that it was almost 30 years ago now. Do you think that record will ever be broken, Jack, as in an England manager winning the Premier League? Or do you think Howard will keep it forever? In the near recent future, I can't see it being broken. Um, uh, I mean, you look at English managers and you think, I mean, if you're talking right now, Ryan Mason at Spurs, but that's only temporary. So, I mean, right now I can't see any English manager coming close to what Howard achieved and I can't see it for a long time, to be fair. I don't know about yourself. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And although there might not be many successful current England managers in the Premier League, obviously Howard Wilkinson has a legendary status at Leeds as he managed 400 games at the club and won 173, which is a win percentage of 43%, which, of course, is a very good record. And without a doubt, Howard is one of the greatest managers Leeds ever had. But to compare his stats to Marcelo Bielsa, Bielsa has been in charge of Leeds for 138 games now and has a win percentage of 52%, which is higher than Howard's. So because of that, in your opinion, who do you think out of Bielsa or Howard Wilkinson deserves the greatest status at Leeds? Because, of course, they're both two legendary managers in the club's history. Yeah, I think obviously Bielsa fantastic, but ultimately I think he judged on what you've won. And for me, like I said, although I wasn't actually born during Howard's time at the club, you know, you hear stories about your know, Bournemouth away and going from the second division to the first division, what's obviously now the Premier League. And I think ultimately you judged on what you win and how you transform a team. And don't get me wrong, Bielsa is probably three quarters of the way there. And to probably answer your question, it's 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 got to be Wilkinson at this moment in time because he's he won the first division with Leeds, and like I said before, I think you're ultimately based off what you've won at the club. Yeah, and if you haven't had a chance to listen to our one-year anniversary show with the legend that is Howard Wilkinson, or if you missed any of our other shows, they're all available on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. Simply by searching the LUFC Fans Zone Podcast. Just before we go into today's show. Today's episode is sponsored by the Mystery Football Kit Co. So the guys over at Mystery Football Kit Co have reached out to us and happily agreed to sponsor the podcast and support us as a small business ourselves. They are Leeds fans and what they are offering is a Mystery Football Kit Box. And if you're not sure what a Mystery Football Kit Box is, it's the opportunity to get your hands on a shirt you might not have got before. It's from any team, from any time, including this season as well, all over the globe. All you have to do is select your size on their website as well as any kits or colours you don't want to feature in your mystery box. So obviously you'll be selecting no red kits in that category straight away. And your very own mystery shirt will arrive on your doorstep and you won't know what kit you've received until you open up. All of their shirts are hand-picked to each order and every item is of high quality and I must emphasise as well, genuine brand new football shirt from either this year or any previous year from any club around the world. And because of our partnership, as well as the fact that we like to look out for our listeners, if you enter the code LUFC Fanzone at checkout, you'll receive 10% off your order. 
So make sure you head over to Mystery Football Kit Co on Instagram or www.mysteryfootballkitco.com to check them out. And make sure you add the discount code LUFC Fanzone at checkout. But on to today's show. And this week, we're back with another former Leeds United player. However, someone who only played once for Leeds in the league. After arriving from Spain, he joined Leeds as under-23 side and captained the side for the majority of his time at the club. He made his only league appearance for Leeds in the Championship against Preston, however travelled with Leeds' first-team squad to the controversial tour of Myanmar in 2018. Following the departure of Paul Heckingbottom, he featured in Marcelo Bielsa's first pre-season at Leeds and captained the under-23 side to league and cup glory in the 2018-19 season. However, following that success, was released by Leeds when he returned back to his homeland in Getafe. That's right. This week, we're delighted to be joined by former Leeds United defender, Hugo Diaz. Hugo, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Joe. And Hugo, you left Leeds in 2019 and returned to Spain with Getafe. But since then, you've moved from Spain and to Poland because, well, we thought your current club was Corona Kelsey in the Polish second tier. But... What's happened there and how did you find your time in Poland? Yeah, it was I thought it was a difficult time because this this pandemic is is hard in, in all the countries. But I I, I thought um, it was difficult to, for me also because uh, I couldn't adapt very well to the to the culture or to to the city and the team also. Although you were playing in Poland which has now come to an end. You started your career at Deportivo La Coruña in Spain, and that, of course, was the club that you arrived at Leeds from when you made the move in 2017. Can you remember when you first became aware that Leeds wanted to sign you, and what did you feel about making the switch from Deportivo to England and to Leeds? Yeah, I remember um, when I I had the offer of Leeds, and I remember one one conversation that I have with my with my dad. And he spoke. Uh, he spoke to me about the the about Leeds and the club because they play against Deportivo and they and they won us in 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 Champions League. So I, I thought it it was a a good chapter to go and to 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 start this new chapter there in in Leeds also. Because you were away from Spain for the first time when you did join Leeds, how did you find the initial changes off the pitch, such as England, as like the weather, the the language barrier, like we just talked off off air about trying to understand people from Leeds, and how did you find settling into life in Leeds? Yeah, um, I I remember when when I arrived there, um, I was studying English uh, in the school all my life, but. When I arrived there and I started to listen the accent and 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 these things, I thought that is 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 hard now. But but after, um, I think I I I got adapt very very quickly and and I was very happy there also. So the football at the beginning was something different of uh, Spanish style. It was more um, uh, physically or more uh, more attack, counter attack. But but at the end, I, I I think it was it was easy, more or less. 
Yeah, and when you joined Leeds as well, Hugo, in that same transfer window at the start of that 2017-18 season, there were a lot of new players at Leeds. And maybe to our advantage, especially in the 23s, there were a lot of new Spanish players, such as yourself, Oriol Rey, Osama Sadiqi, Alejandro Machuca, Kun from Barcelona, and quite a few others. But were you aware that that would be the case and a lot of Spanish players joining you at Leeds? And how did that help you? Because, of course, they would have helped you settle into England and Leeds. Yeah, I remember when, when I arrived there, uh, they were already there. So for me, it was easier to to at the beginning can adapt to the to the dressing room and and to know about this club also so we made a, a, a small group Spanish group and, and now I continue having good relationship with a lot of them as well as the players in that under 23 side the head coach was also Spanish because at the time Carlos Corberan was the head coach of the under 23s because Carlos was Spanish and could speak Spanish, which would obviously help you again, how did you find him as a head coach? Because to the fans, he seemed like a very talented head coach and it was a shame to see him Leeds, leave Leeds last season when he went to Huddersfield. Yeah, I think he was he was and he is very, very good coach and uh, personally he helped to me a lot to, to develop my football also. So I am very grateful that that when I arrived there, he was there also. And when you joined the club, that under-23 side was a good team in your first year. And like I mentioned before, there was a lot of Spanish players in that team, but there was also a lot of talented English youngsters, such as Jordan Stevens, Ryan Edmondson and Jack Clark. And at the time, Jack Clark's agent, and still is, was one of Leeds United's old defenders in Ian Hart. And in your first season at the club, when you were playing alongside a lot of them Spanish players, he tweeted out along the lines saying that he was fuming tonight with the under-23s because all he could hear was Spanish being said on the pitch. And it seemed to anger him as an agent and as a fan of the under-23s. But what did you make to that? Because I presume you saw it at the time. And how did it make you and the other Spanish players feel? Because... That tweet caused quite a reaction to the Leeds fans because, in my opinion especially, it was very harsh of him to say that just because of your background and the language that you were speaking on the pitch. Yeah, um, I remember that moment and I think it was a big mistake, mistake on his part because the identity of one club doesn't depend on the origin of the players. So, for example, um, I was captain in the second year in under 23s, and it's because I had a lot of respect for the country, for the culture, for the club. I made very good uh, friends from for England, from another country. So, I think it was a, a mistake. And also, when when you listen this from a a, a, a famous. Uh, Footballer from from Leeds, it's a bit hard, but but you have to continue and 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 try to. Sh uh, in my opinion, I try to show that uh, I I I wanted to adapt to the country, to to the culture, and to the to the club Although you were brought in as an under 23s player, and at the time you were just twenty, 
And in April, towards the back end of your first season at Leeds, the first team were missing a few defenders to injury, which meant you were called up to the first team for the first time. So how did you find out that you would be involved with the first team squad for that away game at Preston in April 2018? And how did you feel about making the step up to the first team with Paul Heckingbottom as manager? Yeah, for me, it was a, a very unbelievable moment, honestly. I was very uh, grateful to be only in the squad because for me it's uh, like a dream. So uh, being in the squad with players that um, when I was young I, I, I can uh, watch them in the TV or, 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 or follow uh, their careers, for me it's unbelievable. So you started on the bench for that match against Preston. However, just after an hour, Leeds was set back with another defensive injury and you replaced defender Pontus Janssen to make your Leeds United debut. So what can you remember about your debut in the first team and how did it feel to make a step up to the championship in such conditions? Yeah, I remember that uh, I was in the bench and uh, I couldn't uh, warm up because uh, in the situation of the second goal, Pontus got injury and I had to, to go in. But for me, personally, it's one of the happiest moments in my life because making my, my professional debut in, and also in a big club like Leeds, it's unbelievable. And unfortunately, Leeds did lose the game 3-1. But did you feel that your appearance that day could have been the first of many at Leeds United? And ultimately, was that your aims to progress from the 23s and hopefully become a regular for Leeds? Honestly, I, I was always uh, very focused that uh, I, I was player of under 23s, you know, and that's very important for for everything. And uh, honestly, I thought I, I, I have a, a good um, a good debut. I was proud to, to this moment because I, I think I I was good enough. But I know the the to get chances in one club like Leeds is difficult and sometimes you can take the opportunity and sometimes you have to wait. Yeah, and like Jack said, unfortunately, that appearance at Preston Field turned out to be your only appearance for leading the Championship. However, at the end of that 2017-18 season, although you continued to play in that under-23 side as opposed to the first team, you called back up to the first team for the end-of-season trip to Myanmar, which caused quite a reaction in the media and to many football fans because of the situation in Myanmar. Because of the troubles there, it was reported that a number of the Leeds players didn't want to go on the trip. However, you were one of the players that did travel. So what made you want to go? And did you ever have any second thoughts about taking part in that? Because it was quite an unusual thing for Leeds to do at that time. Yeah, I remember this moment, but uh, personally, I, I, I had no doubts because um, I wanted to to to, to have opportunities and to play for first team. So for me, it, it wasn't a, a problem to go there. So I, I, I tried to, to go and to give my best, obviously, like always. Yeah, and Leeds played two games out there in Myanmar. The first of which was against the Myanmar All-Star team, which was basically the best players who played in the Myanmar League. And the second was against the Myanmar national team. 
And you played in both of them games, starting the first one against the All-Star and then coming on as a sub against the national team. But what can you remember about the games themselves and what was it like playing out there in Myanmar? Yeah, I remember that it was very, very hot. The weather was hard to play because there were a, um, a lot of humidity in the in the city and we, we had to, to stop the game like two or three times per, per half. But um, we have to adapt and we have to play like like normal game. Yeah, and that reason the trip to Myanmar was seen as controversial was because of the troubles that the country had with human rights abuses in the past. But what did you make of that trip as a whole? Because as well as the football, you went on the trips around the country to see the huge and beautiful temples and the fantastic scenery. So what was that side of the trip like for you? And did you feel that you made the right decision? Because it must have been a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for you to visit that country and the sites that you saw. Yeah, honestly, um, uh, I told you before that I, I had no doubts to, to go, but no, but obviously because I wanted to, to have opportunities in the in the first team. But I remember I, I had very good memories of the of the country and of the these temples and the city. It was very nice to see to to visit that place also. And after that trip to Myanmar, Leeds parted ways with head coach at the time, Paul Heckingbottom, and his replacement at the start of the 2018-19 season would be Marcelo Bielsa. And that appointment seemed to be a massive coup for, and a great achievement for Leeds, which obviously still is. And it was reported that he had a very unique start to life at Leeds and in his very first training session made the players pick up litter from around the training ground. So was that true? And if so, what was that experience like for you? Yeah, that's true. I... I... He tried to to make us think about uh, the most important in football, which are the the fans. So for me, it was uh, I, I understood the 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 reason in that moment that I I I make like um, one training more. I I so it's training for life. I think. What changes did Marcelo have at Leeds when he arrived? Because as well as a litter picking, like you've just talked about, it was said that he changed quite a lot about the football club as a whole when he joined, such as the training ground, the training sessions, and just the general atmosphere within the team. Yeah. In my opinion, for me, he's one of the best coaches in the world. So, And he's very hard worker. So I think he tried to change everything that could help to to improve, and uh, also he made a very human group, and, and that's very very important in one dressing room also. And when Marcelo arrived, you were still obviously involved heavily with the other twenty threes, and although Marcelo was the first team head coach, he seemingly brought the under twenty threes closer to the first team. Did you feel that you and the under-23s did become more involved with the first team when he arrived? Because, of course, one of his famous sessions is that murder ball session, which seemingly involves both the first team and the under-23s. Yeah, yeah. I, I, all the under-23 players, we had um, a lot of chances to, to go training with first team, to make these uh, strong and physically trainings that, that he made. So, for me, it's... Uh, uh, unbelievable experience to come train with 
with one of the best uh, coaches in the world. Yeah, and his first preseason game was at York City, and that season, all of Leeds' preseason fixtures in England, but that York City game in particular was a game that you featured in and came on as a sub. So, what can you remember about that game and playing under Marcelo Bielsa? And what was the difference between playing under Bielsa and maybe Paul Heckingbottom, which you did in the previous season? Yeah, um, to be honest, I, uh, I, before he came to Leeds, I, I knew some of his style because he he was coach of Atlet- Athletic de Bilbao and. Uh, uh, I I told you before that for me is one of the best coaches. So I knew more or less, and uh, training with with him, I I could know. Um, I I could uh, learn some things that I, I never trained, for example, in in my career. And his style of football, he try always to to attack, to press, to 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 fight also, and to take this risk that that okay you can you can um, score three goals and you can receive three goals but at the end it's very um, very uh, how how I can I say uh, very emotional game very very good for for one person that is in the TV watching the game for example when I was here I tried to to watch the game because it, uh, I I enjoy the game and sometimes in in when you see some games you don't feel this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. And still to this day, Marcelo uses a translator because of his English. But of course, his first language is Spanish, which is the same as you. So because of that, did you find it easier to speak to him and understand Marcelo when you can obviously understand what comes out of his mouth as opposed to a translated version? And by speaking Spanish, did it allow you to have like private conversations with him, whereas the English players might not have been able to have that sort of interaction? Uh, I didn't have any private conversation with with him, but uh, uh, for me it was uh, uh, better to to understand him that that what he he wants to to let us know uh, about uh, what he he wanted in, in for for the team. So, for me, it was much better also. But Did, did you feel that, like if the translator was obviously translating his Spanish into English, do you think that came across the same? Or do you think the English might have been slightly different to what he's saying in his Spanish? Yeah, he's very... He's very hard-working in, also in, in, in his words. You, you can see that he wanted always to 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 be very exactly in his words so sometimes it's difficult to make this translation yeah and although you didn't feature for Leeds in the championship that first season under Marcelo and only featured once in the squad which was an away trip to QPR in the FA Cup third round you were captain for the under 23s that season and that year your side won the PDL Northern under 23 league title for people who don't understand that's basically the highest accolade for a category 2 academy at the time so what was that season like for you in the under 23s because it must have been a great achievement to lead the under 23s to a bit of silverware as well as being the captain yeah, it was a, a amazing for me uh, season. Uh, I think we 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 got a, a very 
very good uh, a team also uh, not only in the pitch also in the dressing room we have very good um, behaviors we we have very good atmosphere inside and i th i thought this is one of the biggest reasons that we achieved these these titles and as well as the league, your side became the Professional Development League champions by beating Birmingham City at Ellen Road on penalties, which was obviously another great moment for you and your side. But as well as that win, there were over 8,000 Leeds fans at Ellen Road to support you and the under-23s that day, which I can only imagine to be a fantastic and buzzing feeling to play in front of such many people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the beginning, I couldn't uh, believe that 8,000 people uh, came to, to watch one game from, of under 23s because that's not normal. But at the end, it was a, a very amazing day, obviously. Were you were you nervous at all before that? Because obviously, I know you play in front of spectators at under 23 level, but nowhere near the level of 8,000. Were you feeling a bit apprehensive or nervous beforehand, or were you just pretty calm? I, I never see uh, one uh, one um, that the fans a lot of fans goes to 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 watch one second team of, of one of one team is is impossible I think as well as them cups and leagues obviously that was a fantastic year for you as a player and to captain that side was even better but at the end of that season your contract was set to expire. But because of the League and Cup win, did you expect to be given a new deal at the club? Because you were still only 22 and could have potentially even broken into the first team after that impressive season. Yeah, um, honestly, I, I, in that moment, I knew that uh, it was difficult that uh, I can uh, get a, a new contract because I thought my... My moment in under 23s uh, got to the end, and I I know that one club like um, Leeds uh, has very amazing players, and the competition is very difficult. So I understand. I understood the the, the decision, and I was very grateful to to the club. Like you just mentioned then, you weren't offered a new contract and as a result, you were released from Leeds in 2019, which to a lot of Leeds fans was, was a big surprise because of the captain and the results from the previous season. But how did you find out yourself that you would be leaving Leeds? Did you have a conversation with Marcelo or Victor Orta? And how did it, what did it feel like to leave? Mm, for me, mm, honestly, Leeds is now... It's like my second home, and it's um, true. And I think I never will can uh, thank to the affection that that I receive in my in my time at Leeds. But sometimes um, you need to under you need to understand that it, that this is football, and sometimes you you want to stay, but the club. Uh, has a, another option or another think about it, another thought. Although you were only in Leeds for two seasons, how did you find your time at Leeds? Because when you departed, I can remember you tweeted a very emotional message when you left the club, basically saying how much you appreciated your time at Leeds and more or less echoing what you've just said there. So 
how did you find your time there? And what do you think it was that made you feel, in your own words, so at home at Leeds? And why was it so special to you? Yeah, mm, I told you before that for me it's like my second home because I was very adapted to to the to the city, to the fans, to the to the culture, and I was very very happy in my two years there. And I can only say thank you for that uh, for that uh, chapter there because. Uh, Mm, it's impossible to 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 can imagine when I arrive that I could uh, get all of this and this affection affection that I receive from from the people and from the fans is for me something that I, I never I can never forget. Like we touched on at the beginning of the podcast, you're playing your football in Poland at the moment, but do you still look out for Leeds? the results, watch the games in the Premier League now because especially Leeds are back in the Premier League now so you can basically walk into any bar on the world and there'll be the Premier League on. Yes, I try to to see uh, if if I can, I try to see all all of their games because I enjoy a lot and I think they are doing a, an amazing season. They are eight and what can I say, Maurice? It's amazing. I was say, do you think you'll come back to Ellen Road again one day, maybe to watch a game if you can? Yes, I think yes. I, I will travel to to Leeds on, and to Ellen Road, and because uh, it's like my second home, and I I, I need to go also. <laughs> We're talking about the first team as well. Have you had a chance to watch any of your under twenty three games yet? Well, this season, obviously, Leeds were crowned champions of the PDL two because we've uh, just been. Promoted to a Cat 1 Academy now, I don't know if you're aware, uh, and won the Premier League 2, which is a great achievement as well. So I just wondered if you've had a chance to look out for any of the under-23 games this season as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know that they won the league and uh, I think they are, uh, they are making an amazing year, not only the first team, also the Academy is, is unbelievable. As always, in the second section of the show, we put forward four questions to our guests which have been submitted by some of our LUFC fans on Instagram followers. To have a chance of featuring, simply head over to our LUFC fans on Instagram page and look out for our guest announcement where the best four questions in the comments section of that post will feature in this section of the show. This week's first question comes from Andy, who asks, You only managed to make one appearance for Leeds' first team. But can you remember the first time you trained with Leeds' first team and what was that like? Yes, I remember it was with uh, Paul Higginbottom and uh, I remember that uh, I, I I was happy to be there. Uh, I, I tried to, to get the opportunity to to continue being involved in, in, in the trainings. And this week's second question comes from Alex who asks, who was the best player you played alongside in the under-23s team? I think I can I, I cannot decide uh, for one because in, in in these two years there were a lot of good players. Uh, I can say, for example, Jacques Clark that you mentioned before. Um, 
you can say now Pascal is interesting, making amazing job. Also, for me, Oriol Ray, it was a, a, a very good, he is a very good talent player. So, uh, honestly, I, I cannot decide for one. And next up is Rob, who asks, what was your best memory of the Leeds United fans? I think... Uh, I think uh, I have like two uh, memories that uh, I I won't never forget. The first one it was the my first day in 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 Leeds when I arrived, and I I went direct to to the stadium to see one game of first team, and honestly I cannot before came I cannot imagine this atmosphere honestly. And after when when I made my debut, I remember to see in in Preston all the Leeds fans, and also I I, I couldn't imagine because I I, I never uh, saw that in, in my past, you know. And this week's final question comes from Callum, who asks: During your time at Leeds United, what was your greatest moment and why? Yeah, obviously in this one I don't have doubts because my my happiest moment there and in my life maybe is when I made my debut there. For me, for me and my family was a a very important moment. Did did you did your family look enough to be there at Preston and watch you there? Sorry, can you repeat? W- w- was your family lucky enough to be there at Preston and watch it live? Yeah, did you see but in the TV? Ah, oh, on the telly. Oh. <laughs> and, and that ends today's episode. Thank you to everyone for sending your questions and thank you so much for your time, Hugo. It's been great having you on the show. Thank you very much. We'll be back next week with another guest. Stay tuned for the post over on our LEFC Fanzone Instagram later in the week. Thanks for listening.